everybody, and welcome to another episode of In the Fuckery. My name is Danny, and welcome aboard. And the intention of this podcast, like I've said many a times, well, there's several different things, okay? But the main things are, one, if you have goals, if you have aspirations, if you have things that really matter to you, but for some reason you're not making inroads or steps towards them, then this podcast is put together to help you to move forward to help you achieve those things. The second thing is, and which I feel really, really strongly about, is life fucking as we know it can get on top of us all. It can be stressful, there's a lot of pressure, it can be demanding, it can be really tough at times. So what I want to do is help people to manage themselves in a way where life doesn't get on top of them, but they stay on top of life. And by staying on top of life, there's going to be less stress, less pressure, less hardships, and more fulfillment, happiness, and joy. So I hope that for you listening to this particular episode, that you are in the second category where life is fulfilling, life is enjoyable, life is happy, and that into the 30th day of January, that things are going along really well for you for the new year. I started off, uh, actually no, I started three things. I just want to touch on these three things before I get into uh, the core of this episode. But I started off in January doing cold water showers. And if you haven't or heard about it or read about it, cold water showers, cold water uh, submersion, apparently stimulates the release of dopamine. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter which makes us feel good, gives us motivation and focus. So if you want more of that, and I think most people probably do, cold water showers apparently can do that for you. So what I did is I started back in November. I take 60-second showers first thing, and I've been doing it uh, right up till today. So that's three months. And I can honestly say I feel so much fucking uh, more focused. I have a lot more drive. I are a lot more motivated. Now, for me, I don't usually struggle with motivation. But in saying that, it's uh, the motivation is a lot more sustained because uh even when I am motivated, there's sort of like, it goes in ebbs and flows. But with what I've noticed since I've started the Cold War showers, the motivation is a lot more stained. Less sort of drop-offs and a more sustained sort of feeling of motivation across the board. So that's one thing I've really, really noticed, uh, which has been really, really good. The second thing that I started was no drinking. Now, I'm not an alcoholic. Uh, prior to me stopping drinking, I was probably drinking a couple of pints, maybe every fortnight. Now, I enjoy a drink, but I wanted to see what or feel what stopping drinking was like. And I can honestly say, now I'm one month into doing that, I feel so much better. Okay, I'm thinking better, I'm a lot more efficient, I feel a lot more sharper, uh, my memory recall is better um and it's funny you know what i've noticed is that 
I seem to be speaking a lot better as well. Uh, so that would probably go with memory recall. You know, sometimes, well, <laughs> when I would often talk, there'd be a lot of pauses in between. Uh, but I seem like now since I've started going on less alcohol, no alcohol, it's a lot better. So that's the second thing I've started this year. The third thing that I just started yesterday uh, was going for a 30-minute walk. So now I'm going to do 30-minute walks first thing in the morning uh, and then followed by a cold shower. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you and the reason why I think it's important that you know is because I think it's really a good idea to take on new things. New things creates new outcomes. And because we're going into a new year, most people align new goals, new aspirations, uh, new things to actually build upon going into the new year. So those are the three things that I've started and so far so good. On that note though, what I think is really, really important is that you don't just jump on board because it's popular. Well, don't just jump on board because I've said the fucking you should jump on board, right? I suggest you do, but hey, it's entirely up to you. But do it because it's something that you want to do for yourself. Because now so many people are doing things, not because they're necessarily into it or they want to do it, but because it's popular or the person next to them is doing it. Okay, so do it, but just do it for yourself. And and you might want to approach it like me. Do it. See what the outcome is. See what the feedback is. If you like it, if you're getting some real positive results and benefits, hey, continue on. If not, ditch it and take on board something else. So that is my experience going into the new year. Now, what I'm talking about in this particular episode is limiting beliefs and fears. Okay, so limiting beliefs are any beliefs that stop or prevent us from performing to our potential or performing our, at our best or better. Fear is something that we all know, okay? It's just an unpleasant feeling. Often, so much so that it stops us from doing a lot of things. Now, the reason or the main points of me bringing this up is for you to look at these two areas and see where your own fears and limiting beliefs affects other people in their lives as well. So, like, for my parents, they had limiting beliefs. My dad was a very quiet man, especially in social settings. He didn't really speak up much. So that sort of impacted me, and there was a moment in my life where I didn't like to speak up in social settings. It wasn't until I really identified what that problem was and where it came from that I was actually able to do something about it to overcome this fear of speaking in social settings. So what is the limiting beliefs in your life and fears in your life that you have which now can be passed to your children if you have children or to your spouse or the people that are most close to you or in your immediate circle? Because this is what happens. This is how it works. The limiting beliefs and fears of others get passed down through generations. So your parents, now it's really important. Now, it's not intentional, it's unconscious. But they, of your or those of your parents, would have, get, would have got passed down to you. 
Now, is your job and our job, my job, to identify what these are so I don't pass them down to other people? So had I not identified or overcome my fear of speaking up in social settings, I may well have passed them down to other people in my immediate circles. So what really works well is something that I did when I was about 10 or 12. I fucking remember sitting down and I was thinking to myself, what are the things that my parents have, the traits uh, or issues or challenges that my parents have that I don't want to take on board? And one of them was what I mentioned to you just before, was my dad's uh, reluctance to actually speak up in social settings. And I thought to myself, no, I don't want that. I, I really don't want that. And I spent a lot of my life trying to overcome that. And I did eventually overcome that. Like I've never had a problem speaking in front of like smaller groups, but when it got to large groups, I did. But now it's not a problem or not as much of a problem. Now I can do that quite openly and um, free of any uh, real social phobias or discomfort. And that's just come from practice and practice and practice and overcoming that fear over time. So like I did when I was between 10 and 12, on taking a stock take of all the limiting beliefs and fears that my parents had and traits and that I didn't want to take on board in my own life, what you can now do and what I continue to do in my own life is take a stock take of your own now. What are your limiting beliefs and fears? And you've got to be fucking honest with yourself. You can't bullshit this. There's no point in doing it. You know, what's the use of fucking bullshitting? You know, <laughs> there's no extra points for bullshitting yourself into a good position. You've got to be open and honest and write up a list of what they actually are. Do you often doubt yourself? Do you have the same social phobias and fears in speaking up in social settings like my father did? Do you uh, think that you're not good enough? Do you uh, constantly look to people, uh, um, please other people? Do you constantly put others first? over your needs and wants. Now, that's just a really small list of examples of what they could be, but yours may be different, and you may have way more. But sit down, write a list of what those are. Once you've written out the list of what your limiting beliefs are and your fears, what's important to remember now is that these could possibly be passed down to other people. No, you don't fucking want that. Who wants to pass down their fears and limiting beliefs to other people? So it just keeps on going through the generations. No, I'm sure that you want people in your immediate circle, i.e. kids, spouse, siblings, that you don't want to pass things down that will limit them. You want them to perform and live life to the fullest. So now your work is to identify what they are and then put in the work to overcome those. And this is a really, really good practice. You know, I do it quite often. I sit down quite often and I go, okay, so what are my limiting beliefs? What am I doing which isn't allowing me to live a more fulfilling life? What is causing me grief? What are the things that, or ways of thinking or fears that I have or limiting beliefs, which are stopping me from doing things that I would like to do? Once I identify those, I then go to work to challenge them in order to overcome them. So, in summary, this is how it all works. 
your limiting beliefs and fears get passed down through the generations if you don't do something about them. So your limiting and fears, a lot of them would have come down from your parents. Now, do a stock take, write them down, identify what they say, and you've got to be fucking 100% honest. Remember, there's no bullshit in this, so there's no point in doing it. Once you're clear and honest and precise in what they are, then you go about putting into work, challenging those in order to overcome them. The good that comes from that is, one, you're no longer restricted by these limiting beliefs and fears that you have, which then translates into a happier, more fulfilling and content life. Two, you're now not passing them down unconsciously to the people that are closest to you. And so then they can go on to live a fulfilling life as well. And that is how that can work to improve your life and the lives of other people. And if you constantly are sitting down, it's almost like a service. I look upon it as a service, like a car service. Sit down. Okay, what's the fucking bullshit that's happening underneath the bonnet? Okay, what's not working? What's in the way? Once you identify it, then you can go about doing something to improve it. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Good luck with the work. Make sure you put the effort in and you'll get the benefits from it over time if you turn up every day and do the work.